Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, someone emailed me this link to this story with one of my favorite sayings saying, Mark, this one's a doozy. So I was like, all right, let's check it out. It's from Nobuy4881, starting off with, am I the asshole for calling father-in-law a pervert? I have a seven-month-old baby boy. I'm breastfeeding, but baby is currently weaning. I'm convinced that my father-in-law is being weird about my breastfeeding and not in a that makes me uncomfortable way. I made the baby popsicles from my boob milk a few months ago. Father-in-law put in the group chat that I'd love to try one of those with the hearts, oh dear, with a hearts as eyes emoji. I said, what the fuck? They're made from breast milk. And he said he didn't notice that caption. Today, I baked the baby some muffins. It's a recipe that called for a half cup of breast milk, so I made them per recipe. Father-in-law came over unannounced and said, oh, yum, someone's been baking. So I told him those muffins are for the baby. They're just fruit, flour, and breast milk. I have a normal cake we can have. I then left the room to wash my hands, came back, and one of the muffins was missing. I asked husband, and he had no idea, so I asked father-in-law, and he said that he ate it. I said, that's disgusting. I told him they were the babies and contained breast milk. He doubled down and said, it's okay because breast milk is vegan. Note, no one in this story is vegan. I told him he's a creepy pervert and to get the fuck out my house. Husband is baffled by the whole thing and was convinced it was a misunderstanding, even though I explicitly said they are made with breast milk. Father-in-law said I'm a dick because I made loads and the baby wouldn't miss out. Mother-in-law was blowing up my phone until I asked her if she was really okay with father-in-law drinking milk that came direct from my breast. I think she didn't get the whole story. My sister says it's fucking gross and father-in-law is a weirdo. Now, the very first interaction where you posted it on the group chat and you posted the pictures of the baby popsicles and he immediately put, I'd love to try one of those with a hearts as eyes emoji is just about creepy as shit to me straight away. Then we get to the muffins and you told him there was breast milk in the muffins. They were for the baby. And, you know, when you left the room, he sneakily ate one anyway. Absolutely. I wouldn't want that person in my house at all. His behavior is creepy as shit and I don't understand why your husband isn't seeing that and he's baffled about it being a misunderstanding. Come on, bro, join the fucking dots here. And there was many comments asking Opie on their recipe she is using and why she would be and Opie said it's definitely not completely out of the realms of normal when it comes to baby weaning. If you look up BLW recipes, a lot of them use breast milk and advise you can use formula instead. But we don't have formula in the house and then shares a link to the muffins. We haven't introduced eggs yet, so we just do extra bananas. We also sub out the kiwi for whatever fruit we have lying around. Weaning is so much waste, and never had them turn out bad. Someone says to use formula. Opie says baby has CMPA, which is an allergy to 
cow's milk protein. And I'm anaphylactic to nuts, so we can't have most substitutes in the house. I've tried water before, but it isn't thick enough and I don't want to double up oil. I'm not buying oat milk to go off. It's only half a cup for the recipe, when the whole point is to reduce food waste. And someone says, Homelander? <laughs> and OP says, I have no idea what Homelander is. If it's on TV, then it'll pass me right by. I only get a screen time when baby is feeding. I don't enjoy watching shows on my phone screen. <laughs> so obviously OP is voted not the asshole in this situation, but then updates the same post eight hours later and says, I asked my husband what he thought I was mad about. He was in the room, but on the other side and occupied by the baby. And he said he didn't realize that his dad actually ate the muffin. He thought I was pissed because he was messing with them. He also didn't remember the group chat incident, but agreed that both incidents together is creepy. I called mother-in-law to clear the air, and she revealed that father-in-law has always been very interested in lactation, and she actually only fed husband for four months and always behind a locked door. Apparently, he moved jobs after a woman complained that he kept intruding on her pumping in a designated space in the office. I've told them father-in-law is not welcome around me and I've asked for the key to our house back. I shared the concerns about him tampering with my milk and contaminating it and also that if his own wife wanted him locked out, then I'm entitled to that too. The comment that hit my husband the most was the one about father-in-law getting off for years on the memory of eating the grossest fuck baby muffin. Husband said he won't be able to look at father-in-law in the eye again. Hope he adds more information about mother-in-law and says, I wouldn't say mother-in-law is on my side. She told me this information in a way that sounded like it was totally normal for a man to need to be locked away from women when they're feeding babies. I kind of brought this on myself for not locking him out. I'm actually really creeped out that he's possibly been able to perv on me feeding at their house. I go to another room, but I've never felt comfortable. Guess they need to wait until the baby is fully weaned until we visit there again, if we ever do. Someone says to clarify, did mother-in-law feed father-in-law for months behind a locked door? Opie replies saying no, she fed my infant husband. My father-in-law creeped her out so much that she got a lock for the door. I got to admit I double-taked on that bit as well. Someone says he'll make a copy of the key. Opie says, oh, the new locks are a given. Asking for the keys is a symbolic thing. It also gives me all the justification for completely losing my shit when I inevitably get a notification that he's trying to open my door. Opie continues, I'm not really a crunchy mum. I breastfeed because of the immune benefits and then had to go down the rabbit hole of making my own baby food because baby has allergies and so do I. It's just easier to manage this way. I'm in the UK so I could get cow milk protein free formula for free but it smells gross and you need to sterilize bottles and make them up one at a time and it's just too much hassle. Someone asked about the photo that was originally took of the baby popsicle and Opie says, oh, I took the photo of the baby in his chair eating the popsicle and I thought I'd better caption it to explain that it's breast milk so that no one thought it'd be okay to give baby anything when they have him since my mother-in-law was obsessed with the idea of giving him baby rice. That was photo, his baby with his first popsicle. The doctor said we should give him frozen breast milk for his teeth. Oh dear me, what a fucking shit show. I, I, I didn't know what to say. I'm sort of, it's one of those ones where you're sort of lost for words at the end and like I'm equally lost for words at mother-in-law's response. So it's so like blasé about everything, you know. He's always had an interest in lactation. She had to lock herself away from him during that time and, and she's not like, what the fuck? You're perving on your daughter-in-law. 
And that Homelander comment in the original post fucking killed me, man. <laughs> That's an image I'm not going to get out of my head again for a while. Thank you for that. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Holy moly. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Now, our next story is one that we've covered in the past, but now does have new updates involved as well. It's from Who Fucking Knows 2 from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit titled Am I the Arsehole for Calling My Mother-in-Law on My Fiancé? And just a warning before we do get into this one, it does contain verbal and emotional abuse that escalates and drug addiction as well. My fiancé, male 22, was injured over a month ago and had surgery to correct things literally two days after the accident. I, 21 female, have been by his side the entire time. I have more or less become his caregiver. In the last month, I have taken over the role of keeping our house together. I cook all the meals. I take care of the pets. I stay up all night to tend to his endless needs. I take him to the bathroom. I have been working remote. I haven't left the house for more than an hour since the accident, aside from taking him to and from appointments. I'm not saying this to complain. I'm grateful that my life allows me to support him the way I have. My problem is his attitude. He was given very strong painkillers for the first two weeks after surgery. He had to extend his time on them and recently stopped taking them in the last week. When he was taking them, he thanked me, told me how much he loved me, apologized at every step, though he didn't need to. Without the meds, he doesn't seem to see that I am helping him. Every dish I bring him is the wrong one. He will yell for me and when I come, he will tell me to fuck off. If he's in pain, he expects me to fix it. I'm exhausted. I can't do anything right and it is wearing on me. I haven't slept in weeks. I haven't seen a friend or family member in way too long. I can't even be on the phone for more than 10 minutes without it being an issue. After days of what turned into verbal abuse, I called my mother-in-law. I told her everything as soon as I saw he was asleep. I cried for about 15 minutes. I felt terrible unloading on her like that. But I had so much built up frustration I just couldn't stop. She was very supportive on the phone. Let me know that I wasn't wrong to feel like that and let me cry. After hearing everything, she was furious and ended our call to talk to her son. She tore him a new arsehole. I heard him trying to defend himself through the door, but it was mostly just stammering. She flew up yesterday and put me in a nice hotel. I haven't heard much from my fiancé since I left, but as I was leaving, he was yelling at me for calling his mum. He said he didn't want to marry someone who couldn't be there for him in sickness. I told him I loved him and I was sorry. I was just so tired. He didn't care and just told me to go. And his mum could do a better job for him than I ever could. So now I'm on my way to a nice hotel room. Feeling like a major arsehole. I need to know if I am wrong here. Edit. He began weaning off two weeks ago and became fully dependent on over-the-counter medication this week. He did not stop taking them cold turkey. His doctors were heavily involved too. Due to previous drug abuse. Opiate edits the post the next day and says mother and Laura has taken him back to their hometown once they can get flights together. I'll stay in this hotel until then. Fiance doesn't want to talk yet and to be honest I don't blame him. He knows what's coming and that I am pissed. I'll go visit him in a week so I have until then to decide how I want to move forward. My mother called last night about a venue she found in my hometown and I told her what's going on. She doesn't want to spend a bunch of money on a pending divorce so we're stepping back from planning. Not much more to add. I'm excited to see my pets and be able to sleep in my own bed. I'm going to try to make my sister fly to my state so I can have some company. That's pretty much it. I'm in serious awe about how I let my life get like this. But oh well. Today... 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Will be better. So as always, there were people asking questions down below in the comments. Someone says, is it withdrawal? Opie says he behaves like this frequently when in pain, just never to this degree. I can promise you that he had been weaned off and would tell me if that's what he's feeling. I've seen him go through much worse withdrawals when we first met and that isn't that. He's lashing out on me in pain, which I get. I was the only person around. He has a history of drug abuse. I took administration of pills very seriously. Due to his history, we work very closely with his psychiatric team and the orthopedic to make his weaning period as easy as possible. I should have put that in the post, but he did not stop cold turkey. Is this abnormal behavior? He was what some would call a short fuse, especially with me. Him saying hurtful remarks to me or just blatantly putting me down is not necessarily uncommon. And it's something we are working on. Prior to this, he would apologize and make it up to me. Now, even when I'm in tears, he will just keep laying on insults. Hopi adds some thoughts later that day and says, Being away and being able to process the last month of my life has been eye-opening. I couldn't imagine trying to care for a child under conditions like that. I couldn't imagine how frustrated I would be. His injury is in his arm. He can walk. He can use his left, dominant hand. I understand that he's in pain and it's awful, but have a friend with much worse injuries help us move. I'm thinking about returning my ring. Opie had an update eight days later and says, I've returned. My last night in the hotel, I called my parents to make a plan and it didn't go well. I'm home with my fiance again. He won't talk to me except to bark orders at me. I'm hoping I can move out within a month or two. Surgery and recovery are expensive and we've been living on my income for some time and I'm pretty broke, but I'm keeping my head up and I'm confident I can get myself out. Someone says, why didn't he go with his mum? Opie says, I know she pushed him for him to go home, but he's a very stubborn boy. Thank you. I will be okay. 17 days after the original post, Opie says, updates on Amali Arsehole seem like a process, so I'll just post here. I went home two days after posting. Things were sad. My mother-in-law had cleaned, but the energy in the house was a bummer. The first thing he said to me when I got back was, I'm glad you're back. Can you make me a snack? There was no apology, no accountability, just a task. He only talked to me when he needed something. His attitude was worsening. My mother-in-law took the rest of the prescribed opiates, so I knew he wasn't using. The weekend following the mother-in-law debacle, my wonderful fiance told me he had friends coming to stay for the weekend. Two hours heads up. Didn't ask. I sighed and made up the guest room. His friend and friend's girlfriend came to stay. During the stay, my fiancé bought me flowers, got out of bed daily, took me out and let me call my parents unsupervised. The day they left, he was back to bed with a shitty attitude. I wish I could say I'm in my own apartment with my pets and a bottle of rosé that's just for me or with my girlfriends that I haven't seen in months. 
Unfortunately, I'm writing this on the couch while I listen to the music that are his endless demands. However, I do have a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm scared to leave him in person, but he's leaving the country for a month in April. My sister lives abroad and I'm working on getting to her during that month. It's a process, especially with pets. I look forward to getting there. My mother hasn't spoken to me since I told her I was returning the ring because that's not what we do. We clean our messes. But I have my father's unwavering support. I miss my mother-in-law, but I deserve that kindness and understanding from my partner, not his mother. I've stopped forcing myself to find the joy in his presence and it's helping to fuel my drive to get out of here. I may update again when I get to my sister, but don't be surprised if I do my best to put this chapter behind me. Thanks for the kind words. Hope you all get the love and hugs you need. And someone else said, why isn't he with his mum? And Opie says, mother-in-law was planning on taking him. He refused. Things got very bad since I posted this. I'm currently in my childhood room at my father's. Decently hung over. And I'm officially a single lady. Opie then answered some more questions on the latest post. Someone asks about calling her parents unsupervised that she made that comment about. And Opie says, I called my sister once when I was scared of him a while back. She called the police. He liked to be in the room when I was talking to family following that incident, so I didn't say anything dramatic. I should have seen how bad it was. Typing it out just feels gross. And then more about what happened. Opie says, I don't want to get too into it, but we had a bad night. It ended with me locked on the balcony. We still have some bruising. I was able to call my father on my watch and we made a plan to get me home the next morning. Someone says, are you and your pet safe? Opie says, yep, I'm with my dad now. They are, they just aren't in my arms yet, but I should be able to get them back in the next week. Opie's next post is five weeks from the original post and says, It's been some time and I finally feel comfortable enough with my situation to update your. My pets and I are safe with my father. We've been here a couple of weeks and things are going well. I'm working remote but also searching for a new position closer to my hometown so I can still have a social life. My animals are adapting to life without their dad and I'm doing my best to join them. My ex and I were high school sweethearts. I've been through most major life events with him. There's only a small fraction of my life as an adult that I've been through without him. Leaving was really hard. I'm still second guessing myself, but I realized recently that by not enabling his shitty behavior, I really am helping him. He went on his planned trip and I took that opportunity to get everything I needed from our shared home and made arrangements going forward for my lease. He took his trip as an opportunity to reflect on his behavior within our relationship, specifically the last year is pretty disappointed in himself. It seems that the company he was on vacation with helped to hold a pretty clear mirror to his face and he was really unhappy with what he saw. I feel bad he's having a really hard time with his self-awareness, but I do really appreciate the accountability that has been accompanied. I'd like to add that I don't hold any resentment towards him. I'm hurt and disappointed in the way he felt he could treat me, but I don't hate him. I'm sad to hear how upset he was with himself, though a little relieved I wasn't being painted as the crazy ex I was sure he would paint me as. Since getting home, he has started therapy and is looking for a new sponsor. We talk about once a week so we can see his pets. I also do not mind the positive updates. When we talk, it's respectful. There's still a lot of love, but I've set boundaries that keep him from hounding me about our relationship. I've also started a new therapy. This is my first serious breakup and the aftershock is real. It's hard to lose your best friend, future husband and father of your fur babies in one go. I'm confident, however, that this is essential to both of our growth. I'm happy that we can have a respectful, albeit small, relationship. Who knows what the future holds for now, but I'm doing my best to be content with this new independence. 
and grateful my life can go through roadblocks I can get through easily thanks to my amazing support system. I still haven't spoken with my mother. That'll be much later and I'll be requiring a serious apology. I love my mum, but I'm not going to stand for her demanding I make really unhealthy choices to appease her and so she doesn't have to be embarrassed by my broken home. I mean, come on man, I'm 21. I've broken a little tyke's home, let's be real. I am young and smart and pretty and have a really good kind life in my future. Thank you for helping me not settle for comfortable. I hope I never have to update again. I hope you're all having a really good Friday. Someone comments and says that they're glad that, you know, that they're improving and, and seeking help and all this kind of thing, but just do not get back in that relationship. And Opie says, absolutely. I'm pleased to see progress, period. I have no intentions of rejoining that relationship. I'm just really happy that he is also getting a new start that is positive. I'm proud of him for taking it seriously and getting the help he needs. I was fully expecting self-destruction while blaming me. And instead, he's owning up to his mistakes and trying to do better for himself. Opie does update again and says, I left out my last post, my final interaction with my ex. It didn't seem too important at the time, but we had a final hookup the last time I saw him. I am now pregnant. This was my biggest fear while with him. Having a child and being solely responsible for them. I am now in that exact position. I told my ex a couple of days after I found out. I assured him that this changes nothing about our relationship. But as he is the father, he has a right to be involved in the conversation. He declared that he is moving to my hometown and, and he will be the best goddamn father you've ever seen. I have my doubts. I am full of anxiety. I barely learned how to treat myself correctly. I want my kid to be so beyond loved. I want my child to have everything in the world and more. I don't know how to do that on my own. I'm encouraged to see my ex making big boy steps to be a part of our kid's life. But I'm also cautious he's doing all this to get back in my good graces. I can't be a mum to my ex and my future child. I can't fall back into the same dynamic that made me leave. I'm doing what I can to stay strong and hold my ground, but then he sends flowers or a massage certificate or a bump box. Every gift, every check in text, and every mention of our baby gets me closer to going back to him. I don't really know why I'm posting this. I guess it's cathartic to get this all down and out in my own words. It's hard to write your own narrative in your words in a small gossipy hometown. It's hard to be pregnant and single, but the hardest thing is telling your father that you're expecting no matter how old you are. I know we will be okay. I'm already trying everything in my power to be a good mum already. I'm trying to be respectful to everyone I can regarding this situation, but damn, it's tough. Anyway, that's my ramble. I doubt anyone reads this anymore, lol, but I'm glad I said it. Someone says to OP, are you sure you want to be tied to him for the rest of your life because that's what this baby will do? OP says, no, I am not. I'm not too sure about much right now. I do know that I already love this baby more than I can say. I know that he loves our baby already too, and that's all I really care about. His mom is good at reining him in, and I have to believe that things are going to be okay. And one more final update from OP who says, my mom and I have always had a rocky relationship. I went to live with my dad as soon as I could decide and kept my contact minimal. After high school, I moved away for college and for a good job with my ex. My mum followed me to my new city and we tried to rebuild our relationship. Unfortunately, I got scared of the choices I made when I was with her, so I went back to low contact and she moved back to my hometown. Unfortunately, recently my life turned upside down. Long story short, my boyfriend and I broke up. I moved home with my dad and got a new, better job. Then I found out I was pregnant. My dad has a full house and I made the decision to move to my mother's guest house for my pregnancy so I can save more money for baby. I move out once they are around two months old. The timeline works for my finances and I figured 
since I'm just on a property, not main house, it might be easy to keep a low profile. How naive. After work daily, she comes over to check on me. She hasn't failed to offer me an alcoholic beverage. Not once since I moved in. She chain smokes right outside my bedroom daily and she stays late. I know it's her home. I know she's very kind to have me here, but I'm growing a person right now. I'm preparing myself for motherhood, single motherhood. I work long demanding hours. I'm stressed and isolated. I would love a fucking drink, but I'm pregnant. I can't drink. The time I brought it up, I was screamed at and she asked me to leave in the morning. It was really upsetting and stressful. I feel like she comes here to bait me into picking a fight so she can pull every power play to make me feel small. So anyway, mum, I love you, but fuck man. I'm trying to give our entire family a healthy new friend. I'm trying to re-establish myself as an adult in the town I was a child in. I'm trying to do better for myself and my baby. Please respect that for me. Please respect that enough for your grandchild. I love you. Please try to love me. And that's an incredibly sad story. Sad update, isn't it? I mean, it just felt like at one point during that story, she was so close to getting her life back. But now I'm going to turn it to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And once again, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. Hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 